and that it was something that was unflattering about like his assessment of Kenny. Zach, our buddy Hoagie, said he's basically afraid to say that Kenny isn't good enough and wouldn't win a quarterback battle. That is Hoagie's take on this. Is that yours? That's how I feel it's headed. Dot, was, is that what you think Peterson That's what I think he's implying is, is if you bring in real competition for him, he will not win the competition if it's fair and on the up is and Is that up. how you read it, Tommy? I could see that. Or, like, they will have a competition and then no matter what happens, pretty much say that Pickett won the job. See, that's what I think it is. I think that's what it is. I think he's afraid because he's still technically under contract to say right now that it's going to be another sham competition, even though he wasn't here for the last one. But I think he has read the tea leaves and thinks they'll bring in air quotes competition and they're just going to hand the job to Kenny. But he knows that that's an incendiary thing to say about the team that is still technically signing his, his checks. provider. Yes. I mean, yeah, I think and, implicit in, in what I was hypothesizing is is that part of it, too. But that's not the same thing as saying he thinks he would lose. He does, that's Fine. not the I mean, same yes, thing as I, saying he thinks Kenny would lose okay, the job. Okay. He just doesn't think it's going to be a fair fight for the job with who they bring Okay, in. then I agree with my – I still stand by my point that he thinks if it was fair, he would lose, and then I think you guys are both right then to surmise that he doesn't think it will be legit. So I asked BMAC what he thought of that answer, and he gave me the multiple emojis where the guy's like shoulders with his palms – up in the air, like shrugging, like oh, yeah, this that guy. one. Like oh, I don't know what he didn't hit you back with the uh, the thinking man emoji, looking up out out to the sky. No, another emoji he sent me was when like that face emoji has like its teeth together. Yes, that one. Like Ugh! yeah, you're making the face right now on our webcam, which is good. That's exactly what it looks like. And then I said back to him, I don't know what to make of it, and he said me neither. Yeah. So I thought we had a smoking gun from BMAC there. No, just a bunch of emojis and a me neither. It's not, let me put it this way, do we all agree that on one level or another it's not particularly flattering for them as an organization what he's implying or Kenny? Because if you're implying that the organization's going to rig the competition and it won't actually be fair and open, that doesn't look good for them. It, by extension and proxy, doesn't look good for Kenny Pickett because the, the implicit suggestion there is he can't win a fair and open competition against a real, like, competitive guy out there. I want to hear it one more time. Have to understand if you are coming into this situation that Kenny Pickett is the guy. It's going to be a competition. We know that much. I, I, we know that much. I agree that it will be a competition. It's going to be a competition. If there's going to, I'm still in the league. I don't want to say nothing. I, I shouldn't be. So, if there is a competition, let the best man win. What you about to say? No, I ain't. I ain't gonna say what I want to say, man. Oh, what you want to say? I'll let you say it. You know what I want to say. I don't know what you want to say. You just told me not to assume. That's why I asked questions. Yeah. No, I ain't going to say what I want to say. I ain't going to do it. I'm not going to say what I want to say. How is the, Do you think that BMAC does know what he wants to say and won't tell you well, either? I, that's what I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not close enough with, with Bryant where he would, if, if he does know what Peterson was alluding to, he would just flat out I think he knows. come out and tell me. I think he knows, but he wants Pat to say it because it's not his place as a no longer active player to say it on Pat's behalf. And I think he knows, no offense to you, you're very well connected, a lot of sources, a lot of people like to talk to you. I think he knows that if he says it to you, he has to put it on background. So he just went with, don't know either. Donnie, did you know that this exchange happened until right now? 
between these two guys? I, I had seen some people tweet about it. What were they saying about it on Twitter? What was the reaction to? Is it the same as ours? Like, oh, my God, this is unbelievably awkward? Yeah, basically, like, that was the the headline on any of the, the tweets that got sent out. Like, very awkward interaction with... Because I'm just surprised. And I'm just surprised that, that this that this interaction hasn't made bigger news. I think it's so. You know what I mean. I think it's like so cryptic that it almost. It's also a Friday out technically outside the season, but I feel like it's so cryptic that you almost. There are people who are going to say, "I just can't get anything out of it." He he stops so far short of even hinting at what he wants to say about a competition that you really have to put on your uh, your kind of stretching gear to get there. But I mean, I, sir, I for the record, I'm really trying to project out what I think on this. I, I'm I'm taking multiple leaps here, but I that's the only direction I can point myself in. It's just the guy's really well spoken. He's got a podcast, mm-hmm. and he's answered questions about the state of the Steelers and what's gone out with them all season, without having to like censor himself and filter himself. They could have also, by the way, easily edited that part out if they wanted to, because it is a taped show. But they didn't, so they got a lot of buzz. Good job, Peters, guys. Well, again, I just don't feel like there's a lot of – there's not a ton of buzz with this. It's it got weird. a lot of buzz with us. It got a lot of buzz gets, with and us. if it gets on our radar, you know what's happening next. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Look, we're talking about just – he could have easily just said, hey, you're right, Brian. Like, they'll bring somebody else in here. They're not just going to hand the job over to Kenny, but like I was saying he before. He does start ahead. I Yes. And that, they really nobody like would, the guy. Nobody would really argue that. He's the first-round pick. He hasn't really worked with the new coordinator. Nobody has. He deserves a clean – he's going to get a clean slate. But it almost makes you think that something behind the scenes, like something shady is going on. Or that the perception of doors. guys in that locker room is that that it's going on that way. It, uh, does, it just does not – I think at base level here, it doesn't really reflect well on team or presumptive starter. Maybe right. not more so on the team than on Kenny in this situation. Right, like it's not his fault if they want to rig it in his favor. Here's one more from Peterson, because he hasn't been cut yet, and he said I didn't want to, he didn't want to answer the he didn't want to give his true feelings on the quarterback thing because he's still technically on the Steelers roster and still in the NFL. So what did he say about his future with the Steelers? The question is if if the Steelers want me to finish with no with them. With you want to you want to go at it one more time. No doubt about it. I the ball a, is in their court. court. I signed a two-year deal re, yeah. for a reason. It's not like I'm a free agent. They would have to, you know, cut me. Yeah. But, like, I feel good, man. Me and Coach Sumner had a great conversation after the season. Obviously, I know that you got to go through your, your evaluations in the draft and the free agency. What I was able to do, you know, in year 13, playing different positions, coming in a new environment, I felt my season was a very success. Playing 97% of my snaps, and ain't many guys that's playing 97% of their snaps, even young guys. You know, I ha- I've shown the ability to be durable. I've shown the ability to not only, you know, lead by an example, but be accountable. And like I told Ghost Tom at the end of the year, man, uh, when we had our exit meeting, man, I feel great. My mental is in, in the right place. Body is in the right place. I want to give it another shot. What's the plan? And, you know, that's for another story, you know, because I know that I am older. What, how, what, how, what salary cap can be if I am on the roster going forward. How did you enjoy playing safety? And would that be something you would consider if presented to you in a full-time role? I'm open to playing wherever whenever okay so i take from that they told him basically right now 
we can't guarantee you that you're going to be back on the team because we have to see what happens in free agency with the draft. That's my that's 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 my read on like what the Steelers are telling Peterson. Mm-hmm. I am a tad bit surprised that somebody that's played at a Hall of Fame level has such a positive review of his season that just happened because of what he said, new system. I showed up and I was out there every almost every play. I played that was all a, the time. I played different There positions. were times when that was an obvious bad thing for them that he was out on the field. I also think it was at least partly due to how many injuries they had at times. Yeah, I just felt like he would hold himself to a higher standard, that's all, because he is an all-time great. He made a couple of plays. I thought I thought there were times where I felt like you saw old Patrick. Big Peterson. interceptions. Hey, well, Green Bay here, game. Here's how about this for a Mulsey Turner phrase. There were times when you saw old Patrick Peterson. Then there were times you just saw old Patrick Peterson. Not bad. Not my best, but better than I think you know sold it. That's a little Undertaker out of you. What do you want me to do? Laugh hysterically at it? No, I want you to say clever work, Mulsey. But then you're going to be like, oh, you're just patronizing me by saying it that way. Yeah, it's true. I was just trying to set a trap there. There was no writing. By the way, better late than never. The Donnie Football Debrief last hour was brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Ooh. Fresh human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Yamir Yager is going to get his jersey retired by the Penguins Sunday night. Malsey started the show by saying that that's long overdue. I don't disagree with that. So, I have some names for you guys. Uh, Pittsburgh legends here. And I want you to tell me if on your list of all-time great Pittsburgh athletes, if you would rank Yamir Yager ahead of the athlete's name that I'll give you. Okay. So, Pretty easy in the show, you said earlier, Chris, where does he rank among the top Penguins of all time? You said third, and where does he rank among top NHL, top players. NHL players? I think we settle in, like, at worst, top 12. Yeah, he's like he's a, definitely a borderline top 10 guy. Mm-hmm. But how does he compare to other athletes? I, I basically did post-Clemente. I didn't want to go back and do guys like Hannes Wagner and things like that. Am I still allowed to say Cookie was there to cover Hannes? I think so, because he's probably... Is he drunk right now? Probably. Or is he just getting started? It's Friday at 5 o'clock. He's definitely working on it. I he's remember, at a happy he's hour. a retired man now. He's living down in Florida. I, I remember. Hope, I would I hope s- that he started hours has ago. Has he eaten dinner yet? A little early bird special action? He I might have like has. an appetizer. I think he's grazing most days and just eating what he wants when he wants. I saw Hannes on wh- Railroad Street down in Carnegie. What right. a life. So, Yager, better career in Pittsburgh than Mario. No. No. Yager, better career in Pittsburgh than Sid. Yet. Okay, I agree with you on those two. Better career in Pittsburgh than Bonds. Yes. Donnie? What did Bonds win? Two or three MVPs? Two MVPs. He got robbed by Terry Pendleton in 91. He should have gone back to back to back. But he has no titles to his name. Yeah, I know. That's the... And Yager, one. And Yager uh, scored an iconic goal in the 92 Stanley Cup final against, against Bla- Chicago. Uh, Chicago. Mario called it at the time the best goal he had ever seen. I'll say Yager. Yager also during his – well, forget it. I'll let Pony keep playing the exercise here. I don't want to step on it. Terry Bradshaw. No. Better than Yager. Okay. I would agree with that. Donnie? Bradshaw. So we got Bradshaw, I think Sid, you're. And Mario I think you're so about far. to name one here that's going to become very divisive. T. 
TJ Watt. Better than TJ Watt so far. He's better. So far, yeah. He's a better player all time within his sport. He did more, and he's won more titles. Antonio Brown. Better, as much as it pains me to say it. Better. Why does that pain you? Because I, you know, I you defend You like his a- CTESPN tweets so much that no, you've I think got a those soft spot for AB? No, those are dumb. But I think AB, I, AB is going to likely get the TO treatment from the Hall of Fame, and I think that's ridiculous. But it, to me, AB is like the second or third greatest wide receiver ever. Yager ain't far off when we're talking NHL forwards from that. Palomalu. Man, I think I'm going to go Troy. I think part of the problem I have with putting Yager. I'm going Yager ahead of Troy, so you're going to have to break the tie here, Chris. Man, I, in the last 10 seconds, I've gone, I flip-flopped back and forth, but you know what? Yager. Barely. Oh, that one's tough. So Donnie got out, outvoted there. It is Yager. tough. All right, I'll, play, I'll tug at your heartstrings one more time. Fanico or Yager? Yager. Me too. I thought there was one more you were going to do. And, and well, we'll get to him. Okay. Oh, I thought I thought when you said tug at your heartstrings, that was the end of it. Okay. I know how much you like Fanica, so I'm a tiny bit surprised to hear you. No, I mean, I think Fanica is one of the handful of greatest guards ever. But again, we're talking about a player that you and I have been screwing around in the breaks trying to name. Like, we played the is this guy better than Yager game, and there were very few where we both returned the answer of, oh, yeah, he's better than Yager. But to me, it's not just better. Well, it's, be- it's more about what, like... Yager played 11 years here. Yeah, it's about their their contributions to Pittsburgh 11 sports. years. That's why I put Bonds behind him. 11 years, two Stanley Cups, five Art Rosses here, four in a row, only one MVP, but in a stretch of years, he went second, first, second, and third for the biggest honor in hockey. Okay, Stargell. Man. I think Stargell. Ahead? Yeah. Donnie? I'll go with Willie. Me too. That's a clean sweep. Do you want to know why? That's wh- four guys so far. Do you want to know what? Stargell, Sid, and Mario. Do you want to know why I put Willie ahead too? Not just they matched in titles and he was a great power hitter. Think of like what Willie meant as like a, a leader and late in his career, the kind of performance he turned in and set. I mean, 79's epic from him. The Stargell stars, all that stuff goes into the Willie mystique. Chicken on the hill. Donnie McCutcheon. Oh, Yager. This is an easy, yeah. Double J. Even though he ended the 20 years of I know, I know yeah, I've talked did, about and, that. And he, he won an MVP, and I mean, he certainly brought a whole whole generation of fans back into baseball. Got but quick nose from you guys on him. No, I thought I'm there sorry. might be a robust Listen, debate no. there. I understand that McCutcheon, even though they have they never won a playoff series with him and still haven't, I know he's still on the roster, obviously. I know that that is a different and special kind of thing, what he brought back here. But Yager brought the hardware, man. Donnie, Marc-Andre Fleury. Yager. We know Malzi's vote, so I'll just start crossing him off already. Yeah, double J. Still better. Donnie, you can start this one, too. Jack Lambert. <laughs> I'm going to say Lambert. My dad would be very disappointed in me. but Because he I'll... felt Lambert was overrated and Ham was better? <laughs> well, he actually does say that, but Lambert was his favorite. Oh, oh. I got you. But he he does say that Ham was the better player. Malsey? Lambert by a whisker. Clean sweep. I was going to say yes to Lambert, too. Because I think Yager individually is a better hockey player than Lambert was a football player relative to his peers, but Lambert was a part of four 
title winners. Rod Woodson. Oh, boy. I'm going no. Not better than Yager? I'm yep. going to say Yager. I'm, I'm saying Yager, honest to God, man, for one reason. Two championships. Because I think Rod Woodson's one of the five greatest cornerbacks ever. Uh, we all think Joe Green's an automatic yep, automatic yes. yes, no okay. debate. Thought so. Uh, how about Mel Blunt? Oh boy, this Yager is or Blunt? One. Wait, what did you answer for Woodson? I went no. I went Yager ahead of ahead of uh, Rod Woodson. Hmm. I think I have to go Blunt here. Titles. I'm going Yager. Do we also count Blunt's impact on the game itself? Had to change the rules. Donnie, that's for you to decide, my friend. Well, I'm going to say Blunt. Okay. I'm saying Blunt, but it's not like a, I don't feel great about it like I you made guys a slam beat me dunk there. pick. Latang. No, Yager. Not even Yager. close. Best defenseman in team history? No, double J. Okay. Come on, what have the Penguins ever been identified with defense, even for offensive defense? Mike Webster. Yager. That's maybe the best center in NFL history. Uh, and you just put Mel Blunt in over Yager. Who was a better stealer, Blunt or Webster? I think know? Webster. I think Webster. I'm going to take Webster. Do you want to know what's kind of a problem for me with this, though? Webster's the primary starter at center on two Super Bowl teams. Mansfield was the guy for the first I'm two. I'm going against Webster. So Donnie gets outvoted there. <laughs> Franco. I'm... <sighs> I'm putting Franco. Franco, yes. Franco, well, Franco retired. He was the all-time leading rusher. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't Jim the all-time. Was. Sorry, he was very. He was the second all-time leading rusher. Was he not? Yes. I'm going yes on Franco. Donald. Franco. I'll go Franco. Clean sweep. Jack Ham. If I said Lambert, I got to say Ham. Here's the problem. Like part of I think why people would say Lambert is is the Lambert attitude and everything else that comes with Lambert, but Ham's the better player. So it, you know what this one's like? Well, no, that's not perfect because Yager's better than Ronnie Francis. But do you know where I'm like I'm talking I'm coming from here? Francis was just this unbelievable hockey player. Granted, he didn't play his whole career here, but because he played the game in sort of an understated way, he doesn't get the attention for being as great as he was. I gotcha. I get I get Is it. Ron Francis a better player than Mark Messier? Off the top of my head, no, but I'd listen to a debate. I'd listen to a debate for. I think he, oh boy, I think he probably is. I'm just looking it up. They're very close in point totals. I think he's better. I actually think he is. All right, so you're going with, are you going with Ham or not? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Yager. Okay, me too. All right, we got one more. Oh, we got two more. So we put one, two, three, four. We put eight guys in over Yager. Okay. Bradshaw, Sid, Mario, Lambert, Stargell, Green, Blunt, and Franco. Ben. Yager. I'm going Ben. I'll say Yager for this reason. It's the quarterback of two Super Bowl winning same teams. Num- same number of Super Bowls. First ball- ballot and, Hall of Famer. Same- Who was better at their sport? Who was better in their, in their time? There was a five-year run probably where Yarmir Yager was the best, best hockey player, player on earth. Hockey. He also won two titles and was an instrumental part. Well, by I think that it's logic, Yager. why the hell did you vote Lambert over uh, Yager? At no point was Lambert considered that much Twice better than his peers. Twice as many titles. Twice as many titles. It matters. If Ben had three Super Bowls, much tougher for me. But I think Yager's a better and more iconic player for the Pittsburgh Penguins. 
ultimately, no way he's more iconic. Not, not more to the iconic, but better. Ben. I put him above Ben, though. Oh, Chris, so predictable. I mean, you put Stargell over Yager too, and like he, Stargell is a Hall of Famer, but barely. He's not considered one of the greatest players of all time. I'm aware. And so Stargell got in with only one title. Well, two actually. Two, he was on 71. the seventy-one team. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have put him in if he only had one title. Donnie? Titles matter. And more. what matters more in this is Yager was the undisputed on, best Donnie. player in hockey for five years at put least. Put the old cowboy. Ben has never been the undisputed best quarterback Don't in the league. Don't let Mosey brainwash you here. I'm taking Ben. Thank you. Yep. Only one brave truth teller on this show. All right, last one. And I'm going to vote yes here off the bat. And Joe probably, Vitale. No, probably lose to both you guys. Malkin. It's 18 years to 11. Yager. He scored more goals than his Penguin. He's got more Penguins goals than Yager. He's got more Penguins points than Yager. He's got an MVP just like Yager. So in the Pantheon, like if I'm just eliminating who they played for, who's a better hockey player all time? It's Yager over Malkin for sure. But as far as like their contributions to the Pens, it's three cups for Malkin to two for Yager, and his numbers are better, and he's got the same number of MVPs. It's Yager for me. I don't really have I'm going to side with Gino. Thank you. But yeah. it, it, it's very difficult because we've taken what did they do in Pittsburgh, which I know that Yager was at his best. And for a few of these guys, the argument became, well, this guy's the one of the top five hockey players to ever play. This guy wasn't that in his sport. Well, that's what Mulsey was trying to do with the argument. But then, again, Mul- but then again, Mulsey voted against Bonds. Yager's uh, 11 years with the Penguins, um, he averaged 1.34 points per game. Yes, he's better on average That's per better, year than Malkin. That's better, ultimately, than Malkin. No doubt. But it's it's almost double the number of years here. It's a pretty close race for me, but Yager wins it. It's time for Open Phone Friday. You call in, you give us a take. Or a thought or a question on anything you want, 412-928-9370. And it is brought to you by a guy that has a lot of sports opinions of his own, and that is Archie and his fantastic sports bar. Archie's on Carson Street in the south side. Best place to watch all the black and gold games, like the hockey game, the retirement night Sunday. And his wings are phenomenal, just voted top wings in the Mid-Atlantic. So what are the Mid-Atlantic? Your Pennsylvania's. Your, I mean, your we're Maryland's. right in the heart of Mid Atlantia. So Pennsylvania, Maryland, the Delmarva area, Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, part of Virginia at least. I guess New York gets thrown in there New too, York's, right? Because yeah. it's not North. It's not New England. And it it wants to just be its own little East Coast thing unto itself, but it's not. We're we're squarely Mid Atlantic. Somebody wants to tell you that we're Midwest. I think we're clearly Mid Atlantic. So congratulations. What about West Virginia? What are they? No one really wants to claim West Virginia. Yeah, that's a good Appalachia. question. They're not Midwest. They're, are, they're not really the South. They're just there on John Denver Island, even though that song was about the state of Virginia. No, he was driving through Virginia to get to West Virginia. Oh, so it's Take Me Home Country Roads, and he described the country roads of Virginia. Yeah, to get me there. Because he couldn't think of anything scenic enough in West Virginia to write well, a song about? Well, he wasn't there yet, so he was talking about that journey to go back there, I think. That's what they tell you, huh? That's what Amanda says. Well, I wouldn't want to question her because I would get a nasty text. All right, 412-928-9370.
to join the Open Phone Friday discussion. Starting with Cody on the fan. Hello, Cody. Hey, how you guys doing? What up, Cody? I just want to shout out uh, Mercer County. We got three coaches in the NFL now. We got Terrell Austin from Sharon, Steelers defensive coordinator, Andre Coleman from Hickory, offensive assistant now for the Commanders, and then Phil Matus from my alma mater, Greenville, strength and conditioning coach. He just got hired this week or last week for, for the Steelers. Who's the greatest football player in the history of Mercer County? Andre Coleman. Oh, okay. Thank you. I got dunked on by a guy from Mercer County. Who was it? Uh, the oldest Kanadi brother, Ibrahim Kanadi. Math major at BC. I mean, he's like a mathematician now. He threw one off the backboard in a game and posterized me. Well, Mulsey, the best way to look at that, you could have told that mathematician, still counts for two points. Even though you might have given me the Arabian goggles or whatever. <laughs> what? I guess I'll dump that. I feel like you don't think I should have said that. <laughs> just, just how casual you were about it was unbelievable. Donnie, did I say, would you have dumped that if I didn't? <laughs> would you have allowed it? I think I Mills actually would have let it go. I mean, worse things certainly have gotten on the air on this station. Especially from Zeiss. Uh, I mean, from the guys. But you made a face like you thought I wouldn't I be able just, to get away I with that. I just couldn't believe No. It really wasn't the you got to dump that face. It was just I, I have not heard that phrase in so many years that to hear it trotted out casually like that was incredible. Uh, yeah, Mercer County. We also got one of our – we got Larry up in Mercer County from a nice place. We got our dogs in Ohio from Boardman. We got ours uh, – it, it was a farm like just outside of Greenville. All right, so first guy up wanted to use Open Phone Friday to show some love to Mercer County. Shouts out specifically, though, Mercer County football coaches. And the fake defensive coordinator of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Terrell Austin. Mm. 412-928-9370. Marshall is next. Hello, Marshall. Hello. Hi, Marshall. How are you all this afternoon? We're nice and good. Hey, uh, long-time listener. Love you guys. Uh, Thank you, Marshall. I guess guess my... uh, My question is with, with Kenny Pickett and the Pat Peak, conversation yeah what was um, that all about what was your take on that marshall man uh, my thoughts are is it a you know with tomlin he's my guy or is that coming from above him and reflecting and it unfortunately through him saying hey so you're wondering who the, so you're wondering who the source of the kenny support is whether it's art rooney or mike yes what do you think chris c both I think Tomlin still absolutely believes in the guy, and I think Art believes in the guy. I actually think there's a greater chance Art might be wavering on him than Mike. I'm, I'm surprised to hear you say that because I would say the opposite. Because Mike on his own elected to play Rudolph over a healthy Kenny. I almost thought that was like Mike understanding the obvious that he had played well and Mike trying to get a team to the playoffs. But I think I know, long-term belief Mike is... Well, but it's a, it's a sign in short of short-term disbelief. More, I thought that spoke more about Rudolph just put up numbers that were impossible to ignore and Tomlin wasn't. Because easily Mike could have just said, well, Mason put these up because he had the chance. Kenny got hurt. It is what it is. Like, I had to play the hot hand here, but I fully believe Kenny could have done it too. But I, I wasn't going to fracture my locker room by after one great game going back to the other guy. Here's Sean next. Hello, Sean. Hey, Pony. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. I wanted to – first I wanted to uh, give you guys a shout-out for finding that Patrick Peterson, McFadden, 
uh, clip. That was the first time I was hearing it. So I, I thought that was pretty significant. And and you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. He could have went a million ways around that to avoid any type of uh, attention, but he didn't. And he – he went out. He basically went out of his way to make it awkward. And I have a little theory. So you know, we know Tomlin was out in Vegas for the awards show. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Schefter's out in Vegas for the awards show for the for the NFL. You know, the MVP and the one that Watt got robbed on. Um, and following the Super Bowl, all of a sudden the the odds shoot way up for Fields to go to the Steelers. And and from what Pat Peterson is saying on his own podcast. Is it sounds like the Steelers are saying, "Hey, you know, we're gonna ask you to wait a little bit, and we'll we'll get back to you if we want you." So he's got one foot out the door, and he's got this career in in broadcasting waiting for him. I think he knows a little something. I think he definitely was ready to say something honest, and then stopped himself because he's like, "Wait a minute, I'm still on their team, and even if they let me go, I don't want." to make waves in an offseason where there's not going to be a lot of demand for me. Do you know what I, w- I mean, Chris? I would like to still make some money even yeah. if they cut me loose. And I'd I like to make a couple million. I don't want a soundbite for me to go viral where I said something disparaging about either Mike Tomlin or Kenny Pickett or both because that's not going to reflect well on me while I try to like hunt one last deal. I agree with that. The, I, I tell you what, the theory that Tomlin, and maybe not to Schefter, But he's out in Vegas, there's things going on, there's insiders around, there's agents around, and obviously people are having fun and partying and drinking and stuff. Not like maybe getting blackout drunk, I don't mean that, but that there's an atmosphere for people to talk candidly about things. Mm -hmm. I absolutely believe that, that that, 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 and that, I don't think that's just a, obviously a Tomlin thing. Like people might be more honest that aren't just him who have a connection or into the Steelers that have a couple of pops around around insiders or reporters, and they do the information trading mm-hmm. that takes place. So I, I, I think that there's some uh, credence to that. I saw it firsthand when I was invited to the NFL Honors event. I'm in an open Congratulations bar, and on people all your are success. taking advantage of that. Why, thank you, Chris. Yeah. Now, you aren't able to make the Yager event that happened earlier today because Cause, of this show. Well, yeah, I didn't want to. You wanna, didn't want to leave us in the I lurch. didn't want to leave the show early, and I wouldn't go anywhere without you guys. Yes, you would. Luke you is just next. went to the NFL Honors last year without us. That was two years ago. Two Hello, years Luke. Ago. You're on the fan. Hey, how you doing? Hey, man, I uh, called in. I called in one time, and it was with Colin Dunlap, and he hung up on me because he said I sounded too yinzer. But my question was, you sound like a normal person to me, Luke. That's what I thought. But my did he question think you is, were like a crank call, and that you were affecting a yinzer accent? Like, why did just he, so wait? He did. I was I was fired up one night talking about Kenny Pickett. Uh-huh. It was nothing crazy. And they, uh, he hung up on me. All right, so fire away here now. We're not hanging up on you. At least not yet. All right, so you guys were talking about players who are better than Yager or not. I just wanted to – I didn't know if you guys talked about Mark andre Fleury, but what do you think about him? Uh, we all shot it down with a no. Dunlap hung up on the guy for being too Yinzer? I don't hear too Yinzer there. I have definitely – de- I'm not going to completely, like – say I've never done that. I hang up on people who just sound – something sounds off. The spidey sense goes off. Like, if there's a little giggle in the voice, if you hear people, you think you hear people snickering in the background, I usually cut that loose pretty quick. Here is Jeff in South Park, our number two fan. Hello, Jeff. Hey, guys. That was a fun game you played with uh, Yager there. Uh, I enjoyed that. Um, as you guys know, I am going to the game on Sunday. Do you have, like, one of those wigs, one of those mullet wigs that you're going to wear, Jeff? <laughs> 
You should get one. No, I'm, I'm not going to do anything like that. But I have my vintage Yager jersey that is uh, at least 23 years old and is still in great shape, and I can't wait to uh, bring it out. It's the old home white. So it sounds so, like no hard feelings gonna, on Jeff's part for uh, going with the Flyers and dying alive and things of that nature. Well, huh? you know, the thing is, at the time that it happened, I was very, very upset, as I said previously, but um, – the fact that he didn't lead the Flyers to any glory, and he ended up becoming such a mercenary at the end of his career. See, at the time that he signed, I didn't know any of that was going to happen. He became such a mercenary at the end of his career, uh, basically playing for anybody that would still take him, that it definitely, the sting went down. But at the time that it happened, I was dying alive. So I mean, the, thousand, the thousand squats a day that he was doing at seven years old to make himself into a great player. Do you plan on making your son do the same thing in a few years? I don't know. I mean, we got him signed up for uh, soccer starting in April. Uh, I don't know what kind of athlete he's going to be. Has I mean, Jeff in South I, uh, Park done I, a thousand squats cumulatively in his life? No, absolutely not. I did read his biography, so I, I do know a lot about the One thing I learned today it? from... Um, <laughs> no, he did not. No. But uh, I actually have a signed copy of his uh, of his autobiography. What's the story but, with Starkey? Um, St- he handed Starkey a picture of himself and said, "You should worship this." I think that's pretty good. 